right, guys, welcome, welcome to Man Listen. This show is dedicated to breaking down relationship dynamics using open, clear, and honest conversation. Uh, today, um, today we're going to dive into part two of a series I like to call Let's Talk About Cheating, or just basically discussing, discussing cheating. Um, my guest, uh, you guys seen him last week, the week before, on the TJ Chapman show. Um, very, 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 very good conversation that day. So I had to have him come in today. Um, first, I want to introduce Sonia Valentine. I said that right, right? Yes, you did. Oh, how many people messed <laughs> that up? Every day. <laughs> They're like, Valentine? I'm like, no, it's definitely a B. See, listen. <laughs> she is the founder and CEO of Sonia Vocalized Creations. It is a luxury gift shop, guys. And when I say luxury, oh, my goodness, from the... Wallets I've seen, your clutch purses, the the glass with the cigar holder. I was just like, yeah, listen, look, I'm watching. Tell the little people, tell the people a little bit about their company. So, uh, Sony's Vocalized Creations is a luxury gift arrangement company, just as you said. And um, we have, I know you talked about our clutches, so that's one edge of the company that we started, and that's for Women on the Move. We started a collection. And, but we basically pair up with businesses, small, BIPOC, and local businesses, and we give you amazing gift creation, but we give you items that you've never seen. So it keeps them, it keeps us brand new, and it also um, allows them another source of marketing for their businesses. So nice. And you, you brought some of those products with you today, of right? Of course. You got to bring a gift now. So this was, this was a good one. If you guys can't see, it's a grenade. This is actually the General's hot sauce. Um, it's veteran-owned, and proceeds go to veterans, right? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. This so we is do vet companies. Okay. And with that, do you get any uh, do you get any assistance from like uh, veterans or any uh, other companies that do things for veterans with that? Do, oh, does the company? Yeah. No. No. Does my I'm sorry. Repeat the question <laughs> before I answer incorrectly. <laughs> you know what? I, I kind of have a mob in my window. Quick. No, I'm saying um, like when you when you ever when you market these products, right? Like, are these strictly from veteran companies, or this is? Yes, I try to source out companies that definitely. You know, I want to make sure that I align myself and my brand with companies that are doing such. Like for the uh, Veterans Holiday, we're going to pair up with companies that give contributions back to veterans because it's really important. Right. And I want to make sure that we're doing that. Uh, talking that again? Mic check. It's a little little static. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, and then you brought this. I thought this was amazing. Um, if you guys can see it, it's a little black book, and I'm gonna let Sonya describe to you what this book is. Simply amazingness. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's a mic. We good now? Testing, testing. Testing. Okay. Try okay. again. Uh, there we go. I can hear you. Good to go. All right. So um, this book is WWJZD. Yes. Uh, what would Jay-Z do? Designed by Quinn Bryant. She's a um, female-owned brand that we work with. Okay. And that book is one of our best sellers. And due to the testing, testing. There we go. We're good. Due to the fact that she takes Jay-Z lyrics and then she puts her own spin on them. So it's a daily motivational book. Wow. It's great to just, you know, that morning soul that you need to feed your soul, that is that book. If you're especially if you're an entrepreneur and you need that, 
she has a great book. So I know that you're a hip-hop lover. That's much of our company is that we're going to um, – we want to know about the recipient that the gift is going to. So right. such as yourself, I know you're Listen, a veteran. I'm with so, it. And, you you know. and the proceeds actually go to the Shine Quarter Foundation. So definitely go to the website and – Sonia – Tell them where they can find this. Like, where, what, what, what is it strictly on your site, or you go through your social media? It's uh, no, so either one, but either one? Okay. you can go to our website www.svcreations.com. Creations, Creations is spelled with a K, right? And our, the books are on there as well as you can visit her website, um, www.jzd.com. Yeah, I got to check that one out. Because <laughs> we want you to support the brand, so yes. And mind you guys, I'm going to have her, you're going to see advertisements on my social media where you can go to and follow the SVK Instagram page. Thank you very much for the love no and problem. the support. Next to you, my man, Bryant Button. I said that right, right? Yep. Listen, because right. I be point. jacking up last <laughs> names like I, like I do it. Like it's unintentional, but I write it down so I don't jack it up, but I be jacking it up. But... Um, you know what? You are the founder of Sophisticated Arrogance, mm -hmm. and that is a, I, it's, I want to say it's a program because that's technically what it is, but it's designed into the betterment of men, right? Right. Let the people know a little bit about that. All right. So Sophisticated Arrogance was a concept I came up with in 2017. I've been around before that, but before that I was just an author, so... I have three Wait, he just said, he said know, just an author. Wait, I, know, I like how you slid that in there. <laughs> I like just an author. Too. Okay. Yeah, more than so, that. Because uh, I got to give you the background story of how it came about, right? Okay. So I was an author. I wrote a series of books. It's called Dear Women I Haven't Slept With. And it's a fiction book, which is fictionalized accounts of me and my friends' lives throughout our, our early 30s. Dear Women I, I Haven't Slept With. Slept With, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's three books. And so... Um, with that, I decided to have a focus on men because, you know, the way that I saw the game, it was like you have all of these relationship coaches and experts and all this advice is geared towards women. Right. And I said, there's nobody talking to the men. Facts. You know, did some research on that, and I, and I realized that the reason people aren't talking to men is because it's much harder to reach men because men only listen to men that they respect. Right. Mm. And the only way you can get a man to respect you is to show him that you walk amongst them and not over him because mm. no man wants to feel inferior to another man. Right. So it's like, all right, I'm going to teach you like a big brother on some, not that I'm better than you or no more than you, but on some, damn, these are the things that I wish someone would have taught me right. when I was your age. Right. Or this is something that I went through that I don't want you to go through, so I'm going to show you how to deal with it in hindsight, maybe the mistakes that... I made that if I had a second chance, I would have done differently. So that's what sophisticated arrogance is about. It's about making sure that people don't make the mistakes that a lot of us made because we didn't have the older brothers. We didn't have the OGs. We didn't have that father figure, that guidance. So, But how hard is it to get men to actually, because I mean, like you said, when you do the research, most of the relationship experts or the gurus out here, they strictly focus on toxic men behavior. And we don't want to hear that. We don't want to listen to, you know, you telling us how shitty we can be. You know what I'm saying? All the time when we're going in. So what do you do or what avenue do you take to get more men to actually listen and learn based on your platform? I have a concept. 
I don't speak about men. I speak to men. Oof. And that's the difference. Wait, wait, wait. Say that one more time. <laughs> I don't speak about men. I speak to men. And yes. that's the difference. It's like, yeah, me, I feel like you're pandering to an audience if you're speaking about men, but you're not speaking to them. Right. Right. So I'll give you a quick example of that. Right. You'll have a situation where a guy is like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't think it's beneficial for me to be in a relationship because I got to take on the burden, a financial burden with this woman, and right. I'd rather just have my own money and do my thing, right? Right. And, you know, you'd have someone who's pandering. Instead of talking to the man to try to resolve that issue, he would, uh, the panderer dude would be on some something like, hey, ladies, you know, if he understood your values, yeah. then he would understand right. that, He's trying to yeah, basically yeah. take making somebody feel bad about that decision of not wanting. <laughs> listen, I I hear listen, I see it all the time, all the time. All the time. So your and your platform does better than that. Your platform pretty much basically breaks down to not just the benefits of being alone and having that mentality, but the benefit of also having a wife by your side to support you. So uh, you you, you kind of bridge the gap for all of it. So absolutely. okay, now do you guys are you do you tell them the, the, just the upsides of both, or do you tell them the upside and the downside of both? I tell them the upside and the downside of both. Okay. One thing I love to preach to people is that, you know, you're, you're a man, and you're going to do whatever you want to do in your life. You're going to make your own decisions, but you can't say that you weren't informed. Right. I'm going to let you know what could happen. <laughs> Listen. Everybody wants to be the anomaly. It ain't me. It won't happen to me. Okay. It might not, but this is the norm and this is what happens to most people if right. they make the decisions that you make right. and, and that's it it's really just informing people um one more thing i saw uh something that you've been advertising on your page and it's uh it's a podcast it's called the whole to husband podcast <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> look the Wait, title can we, can alone we say that name again? it's whole to husband podcast Okay. I mean that the name itself intrigued me. So, is you, your platform uh, sophisticated arrogance? Is it? Does the podcast build around that? Nah. Uh, those are those are some of my people that I, I've, I've been working in this industry with. So, shout out to uh, you know the podcast. Shout out to Terry Duran. Shout out okay. to um, Bavaloso and the crew. You know, like I just you know work with dudes. It's like everybody has the same. A goal in mind and like I was telling you earlier it's not a competition right. it's like we all got a message right let's link up and, and build something, and build something quality no nah, yeah. absolutely so absolutely. shout out to them brothers man so today um, we're going into the cheating uh, last week we talked about cheating and I asked the basic questions you know have you been cheated on have you cheated on somebody you know the reasons behind that um, so That'll be the first questions I'm going to ask you. We're not going to get too in depth, but just a simple question: Have you, have you ever cheated on someone? Ladies first. <laughs> oh, really? Be honest. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I, I have. Okay. What was your motivation behind that? There was. I think it was curious. It was curiosity. I was very, very young. Okay. Um. So, I think it was just the fact that I had been in a relationship since 17 and. Mm. Uh, okay. Eight years, but yeah, I didn't realize, you know, well, we're not going to go into depth, but yes, <laughs> no. to answer your question, yes. <laughs> what about you, See? Brian? They'll get you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, absolutely, when I was younger. 
Okay. And I think the reason was is because my mindset at that time was quantity over quality. Mm. So it's more about I'm young. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get these points on the board. So it's about how many women I can get. Okay. Well, I mean, and you know what? And and I hear a lot of men say that you know I was younger and I wanted more. Well, the truth is is that honestly, and and this is me speaking. I didn't know how to control my sexual urges. That's just. That's Most just the us. honest truth. Most of us. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about, you know, me trying to sneak around and have as much women as possible or any of that. It was just I didn't know how to control myself, literally. Like, it was, oh, you hot. Damn, you hot, too. You know, let's do it. I wasn't <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah, I got a, a lady at the crib, you know, or, you know, I wasn't having that mentality. It was just I couldn't control myself. You know, a lot of men, I've never heard a man say that, though. Never. I've not heard one. What was your reason for cheating? My lack of self control. I mean, it's just what it is, though. That's good. That's accountability. I mean, that's it. But I was, I mean, I was young and I, because no one teaches men how to control their sexuality. They don't. We don't learn until after the fact. Mm -hmm. You know, there are men to this day that are registered sex offenders because they were curious and did not know what they were doing was illegal or wrong. You know, so it's no one taught men how to control those urges because women peak with age. Men start off at the peak and we decline. So in those beginnings, when we're going through all those issues and those emotions and we build up sexually, we don't know where to point that. You know, we get an opportunity. We go for it. So I... But that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> um, have you ever been cheated on? Not that I know of. Really? Really. What about you, Brian? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What was the motivation behind you being cheated on that you felt? Oh, you know, rocky, rocky relationship, rocky marriage. Um, you know, we weren't, you know, we were fighting. We, you know. Right. We weren't tight, so. Okay, understandable. With you, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that you know of. Not that I've I know never of. heard a woman say that. Really? I, I hear that. I hear that from men a lot. I don't know if I've been cheating on. You know, but I've not heard a woman say, "Well, I don't know if I've been cheated on." You, so there was no inklings in anybody that you've dealt with that you've been cheated on. No, but I will say that more recently there was one, and okay. I think that. Listen, it's in your it's the shunana. That's what me and my best friend call it. Wait, the, the what? You deep down you know in your shunana. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can feel it. So something just didn't feel right and I knew it didn't feel right. And right. my thing is when you learn as a person to listen to that intuition. S- yes, that intuition and that's not something the that it's the shunana. <laughs> <laughs> and something that tells you like something's not right. Right. Go with that. So I just decided like something's not right and whether I have hard evidence or not, I love me enough and know me enough to say this isn't right and you're doing something because the signs add up. So did was that a conversation that you actually had or did you just start it realizing it and just decided, okay, well, this is not going to work? Well, like a cat, I'll watch you for a while. And, you know, that's what we, I think as women, hmm. um, I will not say obviously for every woman, but we watch and we observe and we're kind of calculated. And hmm. so, you know, I watched and observed and then. Very calculated. So I'll ask you certain questions. And then when I feel like the answers are that are given, and plus me having 
a lot of male friends in my life and having brothers. I think pulling off those things and being able to, hey, this is, you know, what I'm going through and kind of, you know, getting their opinion right. confirmed. And I, when I got the reaction back of you answering those questions, I was like, mm-hmm. Whether I know so or not, I don't need to stick around to find out. Wow. We're done. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, but how much of that is just basic, basically your thought process of what may can happen and intuition? Because mm-hmm. intuition gives you warning signs. That's all the intuition destruction. is. It's a warning sign. You know, how do you know if it's worth the risk or not? The risk of leaving? Of not listening to that voice. Because... Don't get me wrong. I do believe you're supposed to follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, if your intuition gives you warning signs, there's something in you saying something's not right. Right. But then I'd also understand there's a lot of times to where most, a lot of our intuitions mm-hmm. gives us feelings based on past experiences. Mm-hmm. So how do you know the difference? As a woman, how do you tell the difference? Well, for me personally, I didn't have those experiences in the past, and I know mm-hmm. what it is to have a good man in my life. I know it is to be loved, all of those things. So when certain things are just not adding up and I'm doing all things, like I don't just cut off mm. per se. You sound like you just cut off. Like, listen, this ain't going to work. I'm going to have to holler at you. And he's like, what would I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I will ask. I mean, I think that we give a lot of warning. Mm-hmm. As when we give a lot of warning, we will ask. We do those things. But when, as you get older and that wisdom kicks in too, when certain things are not adding up, they're not adding up for a reason. Mm. And so I'm not, time is valued. I value my time. And that's it. Like, so if it's not adding up, I'm not wasting anymore. I will take a gamble on my intuition before I take a gamble on your words. Ooh, listen. So I'm glad you said that because now we're going to go into tonight's topic. (laughs) We're going to talk about loyalty. Mm -hmm. What is loyalty? I've heard somebody say everyone has, the problem with loyalty is everyone has their own definition. Is that, do you guys believe everyone has their own definition of what loyalty is? Or is there a specific what is loyalty? Like, do you guys, wh- for you, what is loyalty? What does loyalty look like for you? Uh, hold on. We're going to go to Brian yeah, first. Thank he you. was thank quiet. I'm no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Let's go to Brian first. <laughs> yes, Brian, shit. what does loyalty look like for you, bro? Loyalty, loyalty, man. Um, you know what's funny about that? Because that's something that, like, even outside of relationships, like with women, let's just talk about loyalty. Period, talk- right? I, I'm so not even talking loyalty. romantic. I'm talking right. loyalty, period. What is loyalty to I you? I feel like loyalty is, you know, being able to, you know, uh, s- stand on something. Right. Meaning, like, you know, in a, in, a, in a situation where you can be loyal to, like, people. Right. And then you can be loyal to ideals. Oof. Like, so it's like standing on something that you believe in. Like, I, I think, like, being loyal to people is, like, blind Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't even need you to... I'm going to stop right there. Stop. Save that. We're going to put a pin right there. Sorry, we're going to go to you. What is loyalty <laughs> to you? No, I have to put a pin <laughs> okay. there for a reason. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, what is loyalty it's to just, you? It's complete trust, you know? Mm. It's a lot of vulnerability that comes along with that, and it's complete trust. So the reason why I stopped because the definition of loyalty is giving or showing a firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or institution. Mm-hmm. And I stopped you because you went into my actual description of what loyalty is. Yeah. There's two types of loyalty. There is personal-based loyalty, loyal to a person. Mm-hmm. And then there's situational-based loyalty, loyal to a specific situation. And I think that most of us, we 
get into these romantic relationships and we confuse the two. Right. We're loyal to a person and not the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to know what loyalty to a person looks like? Have children. Mm-hmm. You're loyal to your kids. Mm-hmm. You're going to be loyal to your kids. And your kids are probably going to do some of the most fucked up shit you've ever seen. But you're going to be remain loyal to them because that's that loyalty to a person. I've seen parents, history of parents, jeopardizing their entire well-being to take care of their kids for making bad decisions. I've seen mm-hmm. that. That's loyalty to their children. But I've also seen it in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, loyalty to a person in a relationship, I'm going to let you pick that back up. What does loyalty to a person mean to you? Because you mentioned it. You, I didn't want you to get into it. That's why I stopped you. So now let's Lo- get loyalty, into it. Loyalty to a person means to have that person's back and protect them under all circumstances. Mm. That's what loyalty to a person is. Um, but then you got loyalty to, like you said, an institution or loyalty to an ideal, which is being loyal to something that you believe in. Mm-hmm. And because you're loyal to something that you believe in, it creates loyalty to people who share those ideals with you. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I hope I'm not jumping ahead, but I, I feel like me personally, I've learned early on to be loyal to ideals because that will attract the right people around me. Absolutely. And it's never in a conflict with people once they come in conflict with my ideals. It's like, yo, I was never loyal to you. I was loyal to a principle we both shared. Right. So. I know. I agree. I no, like you, that. You're not jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. You're not jumping ahead at all. So when it comes to uh, being loyal to well, let me ask this. Have you been loyal to a person? Absolutely. Okay. How? Explain. Like, what What, what did that look like? To, um, I mean, I think it's different in every relationship of what loyalty in that relationship needs. Hmm. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, not everybody's the same. It's not a... There's not a cookie-cutter format for every relationship. Okay. You know what I mean? But loyalty, at the end of the day... It, I think when you touch upon the point of insurance and those things, whatever that looks like in that relationship, now some things I'm not willing to conform to. I'm not willing to be like, I'm going here and, you know, step play by play and let me let you map me on my phone and all that. That to me, for me, is too much. But for some people, that's showing that assurance that what that person may have dealt with in the past they may need now. Right. But for me in relationships, for the most part, there's some things if you pay attention to your partner previously like I have, to where I know that me doing certain things may make him feel a certain way, but I love him enough to say, well, that's, I went out three times this week. Let me lay low for the fourth night. You know what right. I mean? Let me cook him some dinner. I know that he likes that. He likes to feel But loved. is that loyal, being loyal to a person or being loyal to the situation or the dynamic you guys created? I think it's a play on both. I think mm. it's insane not to recognize somebody's past that can you know it transformed them into the person they are today like they could have gone through something traumatic and not know about therapy and that they need that and maybe my thing was to bring that out like hey you know this is okay but you're acting this way because maybe some stuff that you went through but i will cater and coddle to that a little bit but if it gets out of control then no but (laughs) i've yes i've had to sometimes just know what my man needs at that point i think it's knowing what your partner needs so how do you know? We're gonna stop there. Thank you. It's feeling hot. <laughs> We're gonna stop hot. there. Listen, I I chose this because this is a conversation that we all should have because everyone right. does have a different viewpoint of what they feel is being loyal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take 
and we're going into cheating, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people get in a situation where they cheated on somebody, and now their loyalty is being questioned, mm. right? Mm -hmm. But the sexual act of cheating does not necessarily mean you're disloyal. I'm going to say that again. The sexual act of cheating does not mean that you're actually disloyal to that person unless unless the boundary has been stated. Right. See, a lot of us, we assume a boundary. Okay. We assume, oh, you're not going to mess with another dude because now you rocking with me heavy. So we assume that. We don't conversate about it. There's no discussion about it. Fair. You know what I'm saying? It's just assumed. So can somebody cheat and still be loyal in your eyes? Can someone cheat on you sexually and still be loyal? Brian, go ahead, man, because you, you, you look like you have something to say on that one. Yeah, I, I think it all depends on what the ground rules are. Like, if mm. you have a situation where being dealing with other people isn't an issue, then the loyalty isn't being questioned. Like I said, it all goes back to loyalty is when you go against somebody's ideals right. or what they expect the relationship to be. But the problem is, is that are those expectations communicated or are they reactive? A lot of times it's reactive because people have norms and not realizing that everybody doesn't follow the same norms. Mm. So there needs to be more conversations saw uh, you about that. Saw you. Come on now. You had something to say too. I mean, that makes me think. You're you're right though. People don't have that discussion. I think cheating is just it's standard for the gen just generally people think cheating is the act. Most people who say cheating, they're like, "Oh, who do you have sex with?" or "Who did she have sex with?" Right. That's what you think. Right. But I think there are like you said, there are lines that have to be discussed. Like when you first meet someone, what is there? That should be a question. What is your definition of cheating? Or what is something that you won't... We don't set ground rules. Mm -hmm. We get into relationships with the mentality of you know how you should act. Mm. Right? But let's say you're monogamous. You've always been monogamous, right? Mm-hmm. He's not always been monogamous. Let's say he believes in polyamory. Mm -hmm. You know, and he knows that you probably don't share the same feelings, but you never discuss it. You never have the conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like most people don't. We don't have the conversation because mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable. Right. It's uncomfortable. Yo, how are you when it comes to relationships? Do you like multiple people or do you want to just date one and only one? You know? Again, we're not going off the extremes of the people that lie because a lot of people lie. They pretend. Right. They pretend to be monogamous because they want a woman that's monogamous. That's it. Women and men pretend to be polyamory because they want that individual person and their lifestyle is like, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to adjust myself to that lifestyle until they're in it. We don't have these conversations. We don't talk about it. Mm. We don't. So... Can you say that somebody is disloyal if they do something against something you never talked about? Come on now. How many people in your lives? No, this is a simple question, though. How many people in your lives that you deal with that you just assume 
supposed to know how to act when they deal with you? I guess it all depends because some things is just black and white, right and right. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Like, you can't steal from me and say, oh, my God, I didn't know that stealing from you was wrong. Hmm. Like, you can't. Like, it's certain things. Oh, you slept, you you know, oh, you slept with my homeboy. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if we promiscuous or we have a situation where we date different people outside. Like, you know certain things is off limits. Like, I, there's certain things you're supposed to know. I'm glad you said that yeah. because what if... She was all her relationships. It was normal for her to deal with her and any of the homeboys that her dude brought around. Then those that, are those are real situations. Then that's all. Or hold on, hold on. Or how about thou shalt not kill, but then I join the military and somebody shooting at me. What am I supposed to do? You see what I'm saying? Everything is situational based. Mm-hmm. You see, so how can you assume that that woman is not supposed to mess with your homeboy when every relationship she's been in, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none? I mean, I'm just yeah, saying. And that falls on me, though, for not vetting her properly. Ah, not even vetting. It's about communication. We like to vet people. We like to hold people to a standard that we set for ourselves. But we don't communicate those standards we assume we assume this is how you're supposed to be until we're in a situation to where it's like whoa the hell you doing we don't do that shit here well how they supposed to know you look like you have something to say come on (laughs) sonia no because you gave me that look like what do you because i really think that for the most part some things like you brought up some things are just standard they Mm. are like you know standard for who Okay. Well, I guess society standards. Yeah. Okay, let's just go on to society standards. I'm glad standpoint. you said that. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Which you can conform to, but everybody has their tweaks. You could, every relationship is okay. Let's just say that's the ground. That's ground. Mm-hmm. But then you have things that you can tweak. I, I think every relationship does. But there's a discussion that needs to happen. Now, I do agree with you that people need to have um, standard communication. Like, people thought it was odd for me to be like, on a first date, do you want kids? Right. Some men are... Oh, that's such a no, because I don't want to spend six months with you and then figure out that you don't want children. Right. That's a waste of my time. So there are conversations that do do need to take place. But I think maybe representative wise, people don't want to. Uh, You know, maybe that's a thing. But, yeah, I do think communication is a pivotal thing. Right. That you need to have initially. So how many times have you met somebody? I'm going to ask you, Brian, Mm -hmm. to where you set the ground rules from the beginning. Like this is. This is what it takes for me. Just in the beginning. I'd say probably two times, three times. Right. As I got older. like As I, you got older, you started. I think as you build a relationship experience, you start to know what you need to ask and what you mm-hmm. require and what you expect right. and be upfront about it. You, you, you don't know these things when you're younger. You're like, shit, I maybe need to talk to this person <laughs> about this. Well, it's like, and like we <laughs> right. said, it's all reaction-based. Yeah. Somebody does something, then, oh, whoa, that ain't what I want. What is that? Mm-hmm. Who does that? Well, apparently they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. What about you? Like, do you have those conversations in the beginning? Like, yo, this is... Yeah. Yes, I'm very upfront. You sound like you are. Yeah, (laughs) there should be nothing... I don't have... I just don't do the representative thing. Like, take me as I am and that's it. Right. There's just none of that. Yeah, I may not put on sweats for the first, you know, (laughs) couple dates. Like, those little things, but big things, like, these are big ticket things that need to be discussed. So I do have them in the... um, 
in the first part of getting to know someone. I think that's very important. So, I agree. Listen, if you're going to deal with anybody, you're supposed to set your rules of engagement. You're supposed to talk to that person mm-hmm. in the beginning, decide the things that you want, the important things, and figure out the things that they want, the important things. There is the, the, the little petty shit mm-hmm. you can deal with as it comes along, but we like to let major shit happen before mm-hmm. we voice our opinion on major shit. So then it's like, okay, if you do it again, I'm done. But at the same time, I'm going to be looking for you to do it again because you did it the first time. We make people earn trust that they didn't break. But we're going to get on that different. So <laughs> There's a whole lot of subjects. Come on now, head. listen. I chose relationships for a reason because we don't have these conversations. We it's don't true. Talk. It is true. We don't. We, we, we don't look at relationships as a business contract, and that's what they is. Mm. When you go into business with people, what do you do? You look at everything. You look at the mm-hmm. contract. What are you giving me? What am I giving you? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the contingencies? What are the rules? What are the termination? You know, when we do, when we fill out a job application, we want to know what's the benefits like? Do we get PTO? Is there sick days? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we don't go into that same mentality when we go into relationships. It's about, oh, you make me feel good. So. Let's see where we can go with that until a situation comes up and now we want to be technical. But you've never been technical from the beginning. So when it comes down to it, it's once you're getting to a situation to where you guys didn't have the discussion, because most of us don't, and you're now looking for the loyalty aspect about it, what are some of the benefits of being loyal to somebody that you see? What is your benefit for being loyal? What is your benefit for showing loyalty? I don't think it's really a benefit. I think it's more so this is just what I do. That's what I want to do. Mm. I want to be loyal to my person. You know, um, you have a choice. Right. You know, you can go and you cannot be with this person. If this person does not subscribe to that lifestyle that you can have one pass a year. You know, you have a choice. I think people get selfish. That's the problem. You're selfish and you're not in tune with yourself to be like, you know what? That's not going to work for me. Hmm. But a lot of people, men... Um, like to just... <laughs> she threw that man in there quick. Go ahead. I think it's more so that men love to just, damn, I know she's wifeable. Damn, but I'm still not ready. But instead of you saying, you know what, I'm just show, like, I'm not ready, more times than not, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, will men, because I, I don't think it's women that more so do this. Okay. I, you know it's a good woman, but you're not ready to hang up that, you know, that that pimp can whatever you guys use these right. days, some men use. But, you know, you're not ready to do that. So you will shelf her almost and give her just enough, but you're still doing your thing. Is he shelfing her? Kind of, in a sense. You're giving just enough because you know what she needs and you know she's a good woman. I'm giving you what I can give you knowing the way I'm moving in my life. If I know that I'm not ready to hang up the pimp cane, as you said, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, but I do recognize that you're an important woman, then, of course, I'm going to continue keeping my real out there. I'm going to have the bait on the hook and I'm going to keep it out there as long as I possibly can until I'm ready to actually catch that real fish. Because I can go out there and I can get trout. right? I can get catfish. I can get crabs. All I want. But if I want lobster, then I'm going to make sure that I have the right bait for lobster. Right? Right. So how... Anyway, go ahead, Brian. (laughs) You see... see. (laughs) Because I, I, I actually, 
I actually want I want your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Like when men are dating somebody that they know that it's a potential wife and but they're not done playing, like do you feel like that they're intentionally just keeping enough out there just to keep them on the bait? Or how do how do you how does that look for you? <laughs> how does that look to you? Not for you, but to you. Uh I think it's one of those things where we if we want to keep it one hundred. Right. I think it's one of those things where we're just selfish. Mm. Where we're like, you know But is you, that wrong? Huh? Is that wrong? Honestly. Is that wrong? I'm gonna say It is when you don't voice it. I'm I'm <laughs> gonna say it is wrong. And the reason that I'm gonna say it is wrong is because I always say you got to be built for the league you're trying to play in. Mm. Like, as a man, I should, be, I, should, I should be able to say to a it woman, I should, if, 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 I'm, if I'm the dude that I think I am, I should be able to say to a woman, look, listen, I like you. I think you're amazing. You make a great wife. But I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to settle down yet. But mm. I still want to deal with you. Are you with it? Right. Like, I should be able to say that. If I can't say that, then I'm, I'm misrepresenting myself and who I am and who I'm trying to be to her. Understandable. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, right? So I ask these questions because I may not agree with my statements that I see on here, but it is a legitimate question. So the goal is here for people to actually listen and learn and decide what they want to do for themselves. So don't think I'm just an asshole because I'm not. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, because I, I feel honestly nowadays is people are more open with these things. And like, yes. it's crazy to me just to see the amount of women that a man could go up to and say, hey, you know what? I find you attractive, but I have a wife at home. And these women be like, okay. It's just wild. It's but, not, but it's not <laughs> wild. It's like, it's the truth though. It's it's the honest truth. Yeah, it is. And you know, when you throw out words like polygamy, when you throw out words like polyamory, when you throw out those type of words, it has a bad connotation to it. But the truth is, is that that's the realm these people are in at that time in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, either you with it or you're not. But right. we're so used to society telling us what looks like a healthy relationship mm-hmm. that we don't know what to do with it. Let's let's look at uh, what's his name? I ain't, I don't even know his name, but Megan Good and her ex husband, Devon Franklin. Devon Franklin, right? They were America's sweetheart. They had a whole book. <laughs> Why, you know, worth that, the wait or, that, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everyone looked at that was like, oh, yeah, I can understand that. And it sounded cute, but they lasted, what, a decade before they left? And I Wait, still don't know up? what. Yeah, they they. Divorced. Oh, they divorced. And I don't even know what the happened. Minister. Devon, Devon, yeah. Devon and Megan decided that they had irreparable. I know what you're saying. That's why I mess up last yeah. names. I told y'all that, right? <laughs> but they had some differences that they could not, and they decided to separate, right? Yeah. But they were. It was it to me. It looked like they were so guided based on what society says was right mm-hmm. that they weren't really able to indulge in the relationship they actually had with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It does not matter if our relationship matches what anybody else says. Our relationship is our relationship. Facts. The rules we set for mm-hmm. us are our rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're dealing with a woman or you're dealing with a man and you guys decided, uh, this relationship is going to be non-monogamous. 
But your homegirl see a dude out and he's talking to another female, what they gonna do? Now mine? Just in general. <laughs> okay, so in general, in I think they're wise. definitely gonna they're definitely gonna come back and be like, Girl, I saw your man. Right. With so and so. Yeah. Because sure. you didn't tell them. Yeah, right. This is what we do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that that's the I think that's the problem with the society today. It's like people are so accustomed to what they think is right and wrong. They're quick to to try to throw shade on whatever situation they see to create those type of problems. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been, and this is a question, real question. I'm not asking you because you say you don't know if you've ever been cheated on. But Devon, have you ever been cheated on because someone thought you were cheating on them? Have I ever been cheated on because someone thought I was cheating on them? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, listen. Well, I'm not that's even real gonna thing. say that she cheated because I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That that just that happened recently, probably like two years ago with my ex-wife. Mm. Yeah, like that story crazy. I won't even say it on. <laughs> uh, yeah. You say you don't know if she cheated? Huh? Nah, but it didn't matter because. Shut up. That's intuition for you guys who didn't pay attention earlier. It's not even intuition. Like for me, I'm the kind of person that whether it's not about whether you cheated or not, it's it's whether or not you disrespected boundaries I put in place, Mm. regardless of what you did. There's certain boundaries you can't cross with me, you know. And I I think that's with men a lot of us a lot of times. You know, and I feel like I'm digressing a little bit. No, but I, I, I feel like we have. Tighter boundaries than women do. No, we don't. Mm. We do. No, we mm. don't. Yeah. We do. I no, think we, we do. Don't. Women, women, yes. women yes. allow us to get away with more stuff than we allow them to Listen. do. Because women's like, boundaries are not solidified. You going on my ballot? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> women boundaries are not solidified, and they're not so, communicated. So I'll tell you the story real quick now with my with my with my. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm Look. Look, with my ex-wife. We got about 15 minutes. Jet, so I'm gonna tell, you, I'm, 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 I'm tell you a quick story about it, real quick, so that it'll, it'll, it'll all make sense now. It's gonna come 360. Okay. For what I'm saying. So, I get into it with my ex, my ex-wife, right? So, you know, um, I was working from home, and then all of a sudden, I had to start working in the office because we got a staff down here. Right. You know, I'm meeting my new staff. I'm hanging out with my staff. I'm outside the house more. Okay. She's not used to that. Right. I'm hanging out with my coworkers. You know, hanging out. So then it's like, oh, you, you, you know, you're hanging out with your coworker. Then we see the text message. The coworker's like, hey, it was great seeing you. Great hanging out with you. We got to do this again, blah, blah, blah. Wife is like, oh, you messing with the coworker? You, I'm like, well, what are you talking about? What okay. You, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, no, like, I'm in the house like 90% of the time. When am I cheating? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm here. Like, I, yeah, I hang out with my coworkers, but I'm coming home like 9 p.m. Like, I'm not hanging mm-hmm. out late, but it's just that insecurity. So, a lot of times when you you know if you, I don't know if you have been married before have you? Yeah, I was married for. I was married for a while. For a while, right? Yeah. So you know, over time, seven years, seven oh, years. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So that's a while. We've so. we been together for over a decade, and we were married for about seven years. So yeah, I was yeah. married. So what happens is over time in marriage is you begin to this normal phase, like everything is really just normal. You live a regular life, mundane. Yeah, mundane. You're not right. really all on top of each other like that. And I felt for her. You know, because she thought I was doing something and I wasn't, she wanted to go seek attention on social media, right? Which caused her to do problematic stuff, right? So, what boundary was crossed? Um, boundary was crossed because she would go out and then wouldn't come home for the next day. Oh, 
And then, you know, you we approach the morning, like, Yo, what are you doing? And you're like, I can do what I want to do. I don't know, right? You're going to do what you want to do by yourself. And then I just left. And then it's like, okay, you didn't think about the repercussions of me leaving. You can't pay this mortgage by yourself. You can't do none of this stuff by yourself. But you, for some reason, thought that you were justified in doing this. And then the consequences I leave you on you mm. were something you couldn't handle. And right. then it's like I'm the bad guy. But that's what I mean by boundaries is meaning, like, you know, a woman probably would have stayed. Really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they do. Most women do stay. Most like, women do. Mo- most women do stay. Most women are accustomed to the fact they're like, my man's going to cheat on me, so I'm going to give him one or two chances to get it right because I know he still loves me. We, you cheat on me. We out. But but you put but you put a boundary in line. The boundary wasn't the fact that if she cheating. The yeah. boundary was you didn't come home. Mm-hmm. That was a boundary. Mm-hmm. Was that stated in the beginning that if you don't come home at any point in time? Yes. Okay. But see, that's the thing I'm talking when it comes to women. It's a... There are a lot of women, I'm not going to say all, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of women that assume a man's supposed to know what their boundary lines are, what they can and cannot do. And most of it is reactive. Mm-hmm. You cannot you cannot fortify a boundary based on an emotional reaction. Right. I'm going to say that again. You cannot fortify a boundary based on an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. You're right. So let's say one of your boundaries is, like he said, you need to come home every night at a decent hour, right? Right. But you don't say nothing until he stays out past an hour you think suitable. Is that a boundary you set? Or is that you complaining that he just came home late? Do you see what I'm saying? When it comes down to boundaries, you say men fortify boundaries stronger because men base their boundaries off logic. Or ego. Or ego. Mm -hmm. Women base boundaries off emotions. How did they make her feel at the time? A woman's boundary will change depending on how she feels about the man. And it should never. A boundary's a boundary. (laughs) True. It should never. If I put up a roll (laughs) divider, it's concrete. That means you can't cross over here. If you do cross over here, it's going to be some severe damage. Now, Please, go. Now, because I've seen this personally. A woman will tolerate more stuff from a man that she's in love with. But mm-hmm. the moment she ain't in love with that man, she ain't tolerating nothing. Oh, uh, well, that's because she's trained herself. She's putting a lot of time training herself to get out of that <laughs> emotional tie to whatever the situation was. Yeah. A woman leaves you mentally, emotionally before she leaves Checked you physically. Out way this in is advance. true. That, that is true. That's, that's period. You know Facts. what I'm saying? But the goal, the thing is, is that I'm trying to make that we don't understand is that we decide what boundaries we want to set based on the person we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Those aren't boundaries. Those are just rules. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be my man, you got to be this way. Mm-hmm. Those aren't boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's a rule that your man got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A boundary is, okay, if you my man, you can't raise your voice and cuss me out. That's a boundary. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my mama, she can't raise her voice and cuss me out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boundaries are supposed to fit everybody that ha- you have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They can't yeah. be adjusted. This is how I feel. You put your hands on me, I ain't dealing with you. Period. That's a boundary. Yeah. Last person to whoop me was my mama. And anybody else that put their hands on me, it's a trigger. I'm not going to retaliate by putting my hands back on you, but... I ain't fucking with you no more. Yeah, leave that situation. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's not even that situation. Any future situation, yeah, yeah. like you cross that boundary, is done. You know what I mean? But we like to adjust our boundaries based on who we're dealing with. We do. And women more so often than men. That's why men's boundaries seem... If a woman get cheated on, that bounce back is deep. A man get cheated on, oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> Our feelings hurt. Hurt, Big hurt. Time. It takes a lot for us to recover from it mm-hmm. versus when it comes to women. You know what I mean? But that's because... When it comes to that, it's not really a boundary. It's our pride. It's all that extra stuff that we throw into that. It's all the emotions that we don't like to feel. My boundaries are solidified. Right. You cross my boundary, I don't care who you are. I'm gonna act, I'm gonna give real consequences for that boundary. Mm-hmm. That even goes to my kids. One of my boundaries: if I give you money, if I lend you money, and you don't pay me back. I ain't gonna lend you money no more. That's a boundary. Mm-hmm. Right. That goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? My kids, they need money. Yo, listen, last time I gave you money, you didn't give it back to me. What you want me to do? Right. You know what I mean? So I have to make a decision to where if I'm going to lend them the money, I'm just going to give it to them. But we have to learn how to solidify those boundaries, and we don't. Last question before we get out of here, because we're down to about 10 minutes. Has your loyalty ever been torn between two different situations or individuals? Yes. Okay. How did you decide? Um, right versus wrong. So mm. if one person was clearly wrong. Like, you, you ever had a situation where, like, you know, me growing up, I, I, I hung out with some unsavory characters. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that. That used to... Used to they weren't unsavory. You to, know, we had to get it how we live. Listen. They used to, they used to rob us still. Okay. Stuff like that, and it was like with that when you're young and you have that blind loyalty, it's like right or wrong. That's my man, and I'm gonna defend him. Right. I don't care if you robbed your house. Like that's my man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna defend him. But as you get older and you start to be loyal to ideals, it changed, right? So I, I, without getting without getting too personal, I had a situation like that, and you know it was a situation with that had to deal with you know my brother and his ex-wife. Okay. And it caused a lot of turmoil because I took the side of the ex-wife. Wow. But she was right. Right. In the situation. You, you get what I'm saying? And, you know, family, you're supposed to be loyal to family, but it's like, you're wrong, and I'm supposed to be able to call you out. If I can't call you out on you being wrong, you know, then there's no accountability there. But, yeah, I was torn because it's like, you know, it's family, you know, we got to stick together forever, but I took the... the so where was the... Where was the tear between the loyalty? Was it between his wife and your brother, or was it between your brother and your morals? Um, it was actually a combination of both. It was a, not to get too personal about it, but it was a situation where they split up. They had an abusive relationship. Mm. They split up. She moved away. He don't know where she at. I do. Right. But I'm not telling him nah. where she lives. Absolutely. So that's where the conflict starts. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you're my brother. You're supposed to tell me where she's at. My kids are there. I'm like, I'm not telling you anything. But in I, that point, t- so I look at that differently because you were actually, I don't think you were torn. You were still loyal to your brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you because you was finna do the wildest shit if you knew where she was going. Yeah. So that, I, I don't, I don't think you, 
See, this is the thing about loyalty. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's situational. It is. It's very situational. Well, if you make it situational. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I say that. Like, if I get into a relationship, I'm going to be loyal to that situation. Mm-hmm. Not to that person. Mm-hmm. To that situation. Because if this is some things, if your boundaries are listed, if you tell me what you will accept and what you won't accept, I am going to be loyal to that because I agreed to it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. If you change it, I don't owe you any loyalty if you change the dynamic you set for our situation unless we discuss it. It's all about discussion. It's all about communication. We have to be able to have those discussions to say, yo, this is the direction that I can't say I'm willing to go in. Or, listen, I understand this is where you want to go. I'm all for it. I'm going to give an example. I I realized uh, a couple years ago, actually, um, that I have a polyamorous mentality. Mm -hmm. And I've been polyamorous unconsciously pretty much my entire life, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I'm dealing with somebody that says they only choose monogamy, I choose monogamy because I want to continue dealing with that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's it. I am loyal to the dynamic. I'm loyal to the situation. Mm -hmm. Not to the person. Because at the same time, if that same person decide they want to go in polyamory and I decide that I want to be monogamous because I, I love the way it felt being monogamous, I don't have to rock with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we don't do that. We, we, don't, we don't have those discussions. We don't talk about it. But what, is the, what do you think the reason is as to why we don't? Because we are afraid to lose the current situation of okay. what it is. Fair enough. Yeah. It feels good now. We don't want to do anything to make this not feel good or comfortable. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, much of what you said, I think that people just aren't upfront and honest about what they want. Mm. I think that it's a representative involved most times. And I think that most, most of the time, man or female, if you really told somebody what you really wanted, you might get what you want. Mm. You know, I think that. I agree. Yeah. But I, I don't think, know what the. I think the problem is, is that what happens when it changes well, what you want changes. People, that's life. Like everybody, I'm not. But we I'm don't talk about it. But I'm different in my 20s and my 30s. But we don't talk about it. How many times you've been in a situation where you were dating somebody or you were involved with somebody, and they say, "You ain't the same person I was talking to in the beginning. You've changed. You're different. You're." I I because I, I I'm going with you, I think my friends can validate. I am very I'm very blunt. Very blunt, very honest. Right. You know, and I think that comes to low. I wasn't, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, like, I just know what I want. So I think it's about. Until it changes. Yeah, you don't want the it, same it, thing now right. that you wanted it, 10 years ago. But when it does, ago. I'm aware enough that knowing that everything I feel is going to show up on my face. Mm. And you're going to feel it regardless. So at some point, it's almost like, it's like being in a cell. Almost like a jail for me to be here and that I don't want to be here. I can't hide it. So but, maybe that's what. But. Speeds up the process. But but that's the difference. It's reactionary. What you're doing is you're setting a guideline to where you're changing, but you're not really communicating the change. So when it comes down to it, 
and I'm they was wrong, and you like nothing. Oh, I don't ever say nothing. Mm. <laughs> I don't ever say nothing. No, because I can't hold it. Right. You know, I'm a person that can't hold it. I have to get it out. And most women, for the most part, we have to get it out. And that's what men get annoyed with. Oh, bitching. No, it's not bitching. I am literally telling you and t- telling you what bothers me, what I want. Right. Now, you may not want to deal with it because a lot of men, I'm sorry, don't, aren't, I mean, I think it's becoming better these days that men are getting therapy and they're having these conversations that en- enable them to have change. You know what I mean? But essentially, women, we tell you what we want. Bro, okay. A lot of us do. Do you? Yeah. Or do you do you tell us what you want based on the language that you understand? Both. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on now. Look, look. We're we going into another conversation. That's a whole it's different a, conversation. All these conversations have been another conversation. Because, because and I'm going to say this, and we're going to close out because we're down to like a minute and a half. Got it. But there's a lot of times to where you're expressing how you feel to your mate, and you're not speaking in a language that they understand. You expect them to understand the body language, the nonverbal cues, the attitude, but sometimes we just need to know what's the problem, what's wrong. Is there anything I can not not how can I fix it, but is there anything I can do to fix it? Because one thing I know about women, and I'm sure he'll attest. Pre- I already know what you're pre- gonna say. Uh, right. You're gonna tell me something that's wrong mm-hmm. that I can't fix. You just want to tell me to get it off your chest. Not true. Or take it the next step. She don't even want it to be fixed. She just want to express how she feels. Listen, man. No, on. it's a comment. Ladies. Look, yo, yo, yo. Com- yo listen, we're a at a minute. Oh. So, yeah, I'm cutting you off now because we're down to the yes, last go minute. Ahead. And I definitely want you guys to come back because I enjoy this conversation. Um, Thoroughly. Yo, last, last, last before we get out, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can follow your content. Sonya, go first. You're a lady. Okay. Thank you. SVK underscore 2K on Instagram. And you can follow our website at www.svcreations.com. With a K. Go ahead, Brian. All right. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sophisticated.arrogance. Yo, listen, I appreciate you guys coming back. Next week, we're going to come back with part three. We're going to close out this series. Um, but I definitely have them both back on here. And we got other topics. We talked about a lot of shit tonight, guys. So Excellent. we got other topics that we want, man. And uh, big ups again to Culture Radio, Casanova, my dude. Listen, and you have been the pinnacle of everything I'm building here, man. And I appreciate it, man. So I'll see you guys next week. All right? Peace. Oh. We could talk about this all night. Facts. Honestly, we can talk about all this all night. I ain't really.